Welcome to Starting Strong, the daily podcast of the Clemson Foothills Church. want to talk a little bit about something this week. want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Specifically, whatever happened to the Holy Spirit? One of the most exciting things to me when someone's baptized into Christ is knowing that the Holy Spirit is now living inside that person. That's amazing. We celebrate it. But isn't it easy to forget about the Holy Spirit after baptism? Isn't it easy to get caught up in just the confusion of the, of the theology of the Holy Spirit? It seems everyone's constantly arguing about who the Spirit is, what the Spirit does, what the Spirit doesn't do. And I think it might be valuable for us to take a look into God's Word to see clearly who is the Spirit of God and what is He clearly doing right now in your life and in my life. So we're going to read in Romans chapter 8 in verse 26. Paul writes, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness because we don't know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with unspoken groanings. And He who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because He intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. This is gold right here. This is good stuff. Before we go on, here's what I'd like for you to do today though. Reread this section. Begin up in verse 18, because here's what Paul started this section out with. He said, I consider the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. And then he goes on to share about how everything in creation is groaning. Everything in creation is anticipating eternity with God groaning with frustration of our world. And Paul describes this in the same way with this deep groaning, this deep anticipation to be with God. In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness because we don't know what to pray for as we should. Just that verse right there is very encouraging to me. We're going to stop for just one second. I think this can easily happen. The Spirit of God is not another God. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, God are all one. And I know we could go on and on and on about the theology of that. I just want us to always remember we aren't talking about separate gods. We're talking about God and His manifestation in the Holy Spirit. We're in, in kind of uncharted waters right? with the coronavirus quarantining, closures, schools are closed, businesses are closed, there's economic uncertainty. Well, it's great to know our present sufferings aren't comparable with the glory of resurrection and eternity with God. That's, that's good to know, what we read in verse 18. But it's also good to know, that, isn't it great to see that it seems that the Holy Spirit can't wait for eternity either. Can't wait for us all to be together with God. There's a word that's used in verse 26 and verse 27. The word is intercedes. I think, well, what does that mean? What does that word mean? I mean, literally it means to go between or to intervene, but they're two different words, all right? They're two different words. Here in verse 26, 
says we don't know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groanings. Essentially praying along with us with these deep groans. And Why? Because we don't know what to pray for as we should. And that shouldn't be discouraging. We're praying. We're talking to God. I don't know about you, but I am really glad that the Spirit is there. I can picture the Spirit. As I'm praying, just getting in between and going, God, here's, listen, here's what he means. Here's, here's what he's talking about here. I know it's coming out and he's not communicating this well, but let me talk to you about this. I love that. And then secondly, the term intercedes is in verse 27. It says, and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the spirit because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. That's a different kind of intercession. That's actually intercede, which actually means like a consultation, a meeting to discuss someone. And so you have the spirit interceding as we pray with these deep groans, but then there's this intercession of actually a consultation and a meeting to discuss someone. All right, which is really, again, this is good stuff right here. But what does this look like in reality? Here's a couple things I want you to think of today as you pray and anytime is pray mindfully of the Holy Spirit. As you pray, be mindful. The Holy Spirit is active. As we read this, it's very clear. The Holy Spirit is interceding. The Holy Spirit is groaning. The Holy Spirit is, is, is consulting and meeting to help us in our weakness, to help us in our ignorance. Let's be mindful of the Holy Spirit. Here's the second thing. Let's slow down. This goes right alongside that. Slow down and allow yourself to be comforted by this. That may seem weird. We can be our own worst enemies at times. And if we don't slow down, we're not going to be comforted. And so slow down, be comforted, be encouraged. And then finally, hard times can reveal some glaring weaknesses in our faith and our life. Isn't it encouraging to know that the Spirit is speaking to God on our behalf? in our weaknesses. That, that should be a good thing. That should be something that really takes some pressure off. I'll tell you, one of the things it seems like God is doing continually is trying to take some pressure off. As we study this out, as we continue to pray, I think we're going to pray more. I think we're going to surrender in a greater way. I think we're going to love more when we understand and we're mindful of the Holy Spirit and His intercession for us to God. So as we go through the rest of our day, let's remember that new command that Jesus gave to his guys when he said, as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Let's take that into our day as we learn more, as we're encouraged by God. Let's remember that we're meant to be taking this out and as we've been loved, that we love others. 